Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. We'll be assisting NBC in covering this summer's Olympics in Paris as part of their prime time coverage. Now, back in the day when Snoop Dogg was in his musical prime, yes. would you have ever guessed that someday he would be an Olympic correspondent? No. <laughs> no. And, and the thing is, like, too... Like playing him on the radio, I just remember was so at the time in the very beginning. It was just, like it was just so edgy. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's like oh yeah. Oh, I yeah. work for a station that plays Snoop, Snoop Dogg. Dogg. Yeah, it's a million years ago. Uh huh. It's just funny how these things evolve. You know? Yeah, and Next now he's best you know, friends with Martha Stewart, making and, brownies with Martha. And, I know it. And I love what he's going to be doing. Snoop will explore city landmarks, <laughs> attend competitions and events. And visit with the athletes and their friends and families. Well, that'll be fun. I mean, he's got to have so much in common with these people. And now we go live to Snoop Dogg. Yeah, they did like a custom bed for Snoop Dogg's Olympic coverage. I dig it. Uh, He says, we're going to have some amazing competitions. And of course... I will be bringing that Snoop style to the mix. You can kind of hear a little bit of it. Yeah. Right now. I like it. Let's elevate, celebrate, and make these games unforgettable. (laughs) Smoke the competition. There you go. And may the best shine like gold. Peace and Olympic love. You dig? (laughs) You dig. Yeah, if you don't recall, Snoop Dogg, he already did some commentary about the Olympics. Oh, let's say it was a couple years ago on on Peacock. This was him with Kevin Hart. I loved that. Yeah. You know what I like about the Olympics? It's how they always changing it up. Mm. Make a slight change. You change the whole game. Like basketball, add 3x3. It's a whole different game. Complete different game. Volleyball, add a beach. Beach volleyball. Oh my God. Tennis. <laughs> add a table. Table tennis. I'm picking up what you're laying down. What you're saying is you basically add a word, you change the sport. So you got mountain biking. Mm-hmm. Mountain do biking. Hmm. Now we got sponsors. All right. <laughs> Shooting. That's a white man's sport. No, 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 no. Shooting dice. Now that's for the community. Oh, Do you God. remember, though, that video that went viral where they were doing the play-by-play of the fancy horse walking? And then he was like, look, that horse is doing the crip walk. And it's like walking. You know, the, like the sport. I don't even know what it is. If it's like show horsing or oh. something. But they have like the braided tails and the horse walk sideways. And that video is viral. It goes around all the time God. of them doing like a play-by-play. Nope. So my sister-in-law I guess participated in whatever that online lottery is to get tickets. Well, you're given the opportunity to buy tickets. Yeah. Yeah. So first, you got to clear the lottery hurdle. Yeah. 
And then if you make it in, which evidently she did, then you're able to select from certain events. And, you know, they're looking at everything like, you know, from some of the least popular sports, right. nosebleed section, and they're hundreds of dollars. Sure. And she was got a little sticker shock when she saw it. And she's like, oh. I can't imagine what the tickets to the gymnastics must be. Oh, yeah. There's some own they got to be event. insane, they like be thousands of nuts. dollars. I bet some of the track events are, too. Yeah, but some of those ones, you look at the stands and there's like nobody in there. Because nobody can afford the tickets. Right. Well, I wonder if people just like at that <laughs> point are like, come on in. Or nobody wants to watch uh, people drive 10 speed bikes in a circle inside yeah. of an arena all speed night walking. long. Yeah. Yeah. I take a second mortgage out of my house for that. <laughs> <laughs> Which, I don't know. I guess for some people you'd have to. So is she definitely going then? They're is definitely she... going to Paris and they definitely want to see at least one or two events. But, yeah. you know, oh, they also got fun. a family of like they have four child, adult children now. So that's a lot of people. It's a lot of adult tickets. Oh, they're taking all the kids with them? Oh, yeah. The whole family's invited. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. And Aunt Mickey may go, too. I mean, how did they... They got a hotel? I mean, I imagine that's got to be very tough to, oh, to yeah. score during the Olympics yeah, in I, Paris. I assume. Wow. I mean, we were there last February, almost a year ago, and everything was under construction. Yeah. Like, they're, they're redoing the streetscapes they're basically polishing and pressure washing all of the old national landmarks mm -hmm. uh putting in you know new plant planters and mm -hmm. things like that i mean they're trying to create it sort make of revitalize the city make it look good yeah. for television but also these were things that needed to be done anyway and sure. so the Olympics were a great excuse. Hey, the city needs a refresh. Mm -hmm. Got to clean things up and get ready for the crowds. Yeah. So we will not be attending the Olympics. However, I do think, you know, that after the Olympics have packed up and left and everybody's gone. Yeah. I mean, it'd be a good time to go to Paris in the spring of 25 out. after it's all over. Yeah. <laughs> the place will be in great shape. Everything's nice and clean and new. Yeah, sure. Why not? Right. I think they're coming to a close on repairing uh, Notre Dame as well. The, yeah. The, the, oh, yeah. They're the making fire. some progress there. They yeah. said it's not going to be open for the Olympics, though. Because I, I just watched the special where Keir Simmons, right? Isn't that his name from yeah. NBC? Yeah. He actually got to go inside and see all of the things that they've been to. revamping it. And he got to walk to the top where they put the steeple back on. Wow. Um, remember when the steeple was like, it? it I guess it kind yeah, of like fell in. in yeah. yeah, and he got to take it. a big tour. And they, I think they said 25 or 26 by the time it finally does get open. We'll yeah. be getting our new convention center and Notre Dame will be Yeah, that's a big at year. At the same time. What a year. It's a great time to be alive <laughs> on planet Earth. <laughs> All right. So Paula Abdul is accusing Nigel Lithgow of sexually assaulting her twice. She is suing him under a recent California law that gives survivors of sexual abuse more time to file lawsuits in which the statute of limitations has expired. So this is set up particularly for cases where the victims may have been coerced to stay quiet. So we don't know who Nigel Lithgow is. He is the former producer of American Idol and So You Think You Can Dance. So he hired Paula twice. And Paula claims Nigel assaulted her once during her time on each show. So, let's see if I can, yeah. All right, this is what he did. Uh, early days of Idol, Paula says he groped her breasts and 
other parts in an elevator and shoved his tongue down her throat. She was able to get away, but was afraid to take action because she was worried that he would fire her. So years later, when she was doing So You Think You Can Dance, he invited Paula to dinner, supposedly to discuss other work opportunities. She claims at the end of the night, he tried to force himself on her, claiming they would, quote, make an excellent power couple. She fended him off again, and once again, she was worried about what would happen to her career if she spoke up. So Nigel has issued a statement. He is denying the allegations. He called them deeply offensive and said that he is shocked and saddened. Hmm. Oh. Yep. You know, I guess there are two contestants from another show Nigel produced 20 years ago, All-American Girl. They are also suing him for sexual assault and harassment. So there are other accusers out there in addition to Paul. I would just leave the office door open at all times. If you were a boss in... Just leave the office door open at all times. And if you have to have a closed door meeting, make sure someone from HR is there. Or have cameras (laughs) in your office. Multiple witnesses. Yeah, something. Probably wouldn't hurt. Yeah. Okay. In case you haven't heard. Ian Ziering was attacked by a gang of bikers on Sunday in Los Angeles. And no, they weren't tatted up, leather-clad miscreants with chains and switchblades. These were mini bike riders in hoodies and backpacks. But TMZ has evidently two crazy videos of Ian getting out of his car and engaging with them. And then having a run after they swarm and start raining blows down upon him. This is some of the wildest video I've ever seen. It's pretty wild. And his 10-year-old daughter, Penna, was in the car the whole time. Ian gave his side of the story in an Instagram post. He said his car was approached aggressively by one of the riders while stuck in traffic, which led to what he described as an unsettling confrontation. Yeah. So Ian said that he he got out of the car to see if there was any damage. And that's when things escalated. He said, I'm relieved to report that my daughter and I are both completely unscathed, but the incident left me deeply concerned about the growing boldness of such groups who disrupt public safety and peace. Uh, the situation highlights a larger issue of hooliganism in our on our streets and the need for effective law enforcement responses to such behavior. I urge city officials and law enforcement to take decisive action against such lawlessness and provide the necessary resources to prevent future occurrences. Hmm. Yeah, the videos really are kind of nuts. Like one of the bikers appears to be uh, like a like a short sort of heavy set woman. And even she's trying to pound on iron. Yeah. And they just piled on. Yeah. It is funny, though, because, you know, you hear the story and it's like, bank biker gang. Oh, God. And you immediately picture the guys in the black leather with the words on the back of their jackets, you know, on these hell's <laughs> angels. Right on the sitting on their Harleys. And you're like, oh, God, I would never want to mess with a group of those. Yeah. But it's always on these little miles on these little motorcycles. It's yeah. just kind of funny. That's what it was. It's kind of funny looking. I'll tell you what, though. One thing I, I did notice just from driving around Florida is there's a heck of a lot more cops down there seemingly that are that are visible like a lot more police visibility well, the way people drive on the freeways at, and they still drive insane yeah. not that it matters right um but it reminded me of like when we first moved to ohio our impression of cincinnati when we first got here was 
Wow, everybody's so polite on the roads. And, mm-hmm. you know, you don't see anywhere nearly as much road rage here. And I remember people would be like, are you nuts? Are you kidding? Hey, compared to Florida. Yeah. <laughs> You know, and so when I went back down there for this trip, I was like, oh, yeah. (laughs) They're insane. They're nuts. I just remember them being very weavy. Like everyone like. Like that. Yes. When I would drive on. Like aggressive, unsafe lane changes. Yes. Right. Out of nowhere. Here comes a motorcycle. Taking unnecessary chances. Hmm. Having said that, though, I did see more cops like hiding out looking for speeders. They yeah. got uh, speed cameras up in a few places. Wow. Red light cameras, I noticed. Yeah. Mm. Mm. All right, Mickey Mouse, we saw this coming, hit the public domain on Monday. Mm-hmm. It is the Mickey from the 1928 cartoon Steamboat Willie, which is where he made his de- debut. And you look at that Mickey compared to the Mickey that's out there now, and they really don't look all that much alike. But still, it's the original Mickey Mouse. So hitting the public domain means anybody can do anything they want with it, pretty much. That's crazy. And there's already a trailer for the first of what could be many Mickey Mouse horror movies. This one is called Mickey's Mousetrap. Uh-oh. Here's the synopsis. Are you ready? It's Alex's 21st birthday, but she's stuck at the amusement arcade on a late shift. So her friends decide to surprise her. But a masked killer dressed as Mickey Mouse decides to play a game of his own with them, which she must survive. That mm. sounds pretty good. Nobody you would recognize in this one looks pretty cheesy, but you know they'll they'll make a few bucks. It kind of sounds like Scream, but in like a Mickey Mouse form a yeah. little bit. Yeah, it's trapped in amusement arcade. Hmm. Uh huh. <laughs> Do you ever like cringe watching reruns of your favorite shows? You know whether it didn't it be- age well. Well, I mean, maybe they age well. Like they're still funny, but there may be some elements in certain episodes where you like you wince a little because you're like, "Oh, that's." We don't say that anymore. I'm trying to remember when Jacob was little and we were watching a lot of Dr. Seuss movies. I don't remember which one it was, but there is a fish that jumps up out of the water and has a gun and shoots itself in the head. Oh. And I was like. Whoa. I can remember being like. Wow, really? This is a Dr. Seuss story? Yeah. I don't remember if it I was Horton that Hears a Who. It might have been Horton Hears. It's the, the yeah. I had the whole set. I thought I did anyway. Maybe it's they removed cartoon. that because I don't feel like I've seen it, it either. But I, and I just remember, I was like, what just happened? You know, I was like, whoa. whoa. Well, here are some popular TV show tropes that have aged badly. Okay. Uh, there would be the airport professions of love, you know, like running through the airport oh. to catch the love of your life before they board the plane. Love Actually. There's one where a kid chases the little girl he loves. Yeah. That's the best. They, see, so that cute. that can't happen anymore because no. of TSA. Right. Nobody oh, runs through yeah. the airport. You got to get through <laughs> TSA first. Well, but- he does jump the... Uh, the, he remember he like go, his dad does the distraction so the little boy can run through right. the security. Oh yeah, I don't know that that would work. Anymore. It wouldn't, no. but it's it's somewhat present. Or there's the old like slapping someone sober. Oh when, yeah, like if a character's drunk or having a panic attack, slapping them across the face. Yeah. It's not really a cure. Get it together. Yeah, yeah get a exactly. Hold of yourself. But it be, it becomes even more problematic 
when it's a man slapping a woman. Yes. Oh, that's true. How about the amnesia storylines? That's in every single soap opera. Every single. <laughs> now, it's not as common as 90s writers like to make it seem. It's also a brain injury. So right. someone who has it, you know, is probably not going to walk around like everything's fine. Correct. Uh, innocent peeping toms, like boys watching women or girls undress through a bedroom. Mm-hmm. Or in a locker room. Saw a lot of that stuff in like 80s oh, teen yeah. coming of age comedies uh-huh. as if it was some kind of rite of passage. Right. Whereas it's, it's creepy and wrong. should be normalized. Right. Uh, <laughs> spousal abuse jokes. Sure. Yeah. You know, especially to survivors of domestic abuse. Right. Not funny. Uh, shows that would depict the, t- the town drunk. You know, alcoholism, that's a serious and, and ultimately fatal disease. Oh, yeah. I remember that about, what was that, that old black Andy and Griffith white show? show. Yes. <laughs> My Ooh, grandpa was, used to watch that where the guy would go Otis. and let himself into the wasn't jail. Wasn't Otis? Right. Wasn't that his name? Yeah. yeah. Otis the town. He, was, he got so drunk, he would, he would walk yeah. to the jail and let himself in. Yeah. Lock himself up. Well, shameless. That's a pretty oh. new show about a drunk. Oh, God. He's Not a drunk just a and a drunk. drug Jeez. addict and everything. Yeah, when you watch that show, that's cringe for sure. What about shows or movies that would depict a makeover to fix a tomboy or a nerd? Like a leading female character doesn't become better by dressing more feminine or looking prettier. Breakfast Club, Ali Sheedy. They made her over. Oh, pretty right. and pink too. Remember, isn't that what they do with? Um, doesn't she like recreate Ducky at one point at the end? I mean, just with a little makeup, you could be so pretty. <laughs> and if we could just do your hair yeah. like this, uh, roofies and, and love spells. Them. Using roofies, love spells, and potions mm-hmm. to someone you love is unhinged, psychotic, and uh, not all that romantic. Yeah. No. Where no means try harder. Just because you're, just because you're told no doesn't mean the person will change their mind and suddenly be into you if you push hard enough. No means no. And then uh, another trope that doesn't land in movies or TV shows anymore, the fat jokes. Overweight people were such an easy target for a long time, but mm-hmm. today's society is becoming a uh, lot more accepting of all different types of body sizes. Well... It's America. 60% of us are overweight. I think it's more than that. 85. <laughs> it's really high. So, yeah. Who are you calling fat? I'm yeah. sorry. So, there you go. That's it. That's all I got. Anything yeah. else? Nope. You got anything it. else? Nope. Leave it there for now. We got more e-news coming up after 7. In the meantime, straight ahead, we got three headlines for you. Two of those headlines are fake. One headline is real. If you can guess the real headline, we're going to set you up with a pair of tickets to the Q102 premiere of Mean Girls. It's uh, this Tuesday night, Newport on the levee. Uh, you know Lauren Michaels and Tina Fey produced that? Mm-hmm. How good is that? So it's going to be good, you would think. I keep seeing the trailers. Like, it keeps popping up in my feed. It looks very funny, similar and funny mm-hmm. yeah. to the original. So that's all straight ahead next. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102.
Hi, welcome right. to Jeff and Jen's Faker for Real. How are you this morning? I'm good. How are you? Excellent. You're doing great. Got your headlines here. You pick the real one. You're going to go see the premiere of the new Mean Girls movie, okay? Sounds great. All right, so is it A? A man pushed a McDonald's cook. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Head toward a deep fryer for disrespecting his wife. Is it B, woman at Wendy's attacks co-worker with basket of hot fries? Or C, guy at steak and shake fired for squirting ketchup in customer's face? How about C? No, try again. Oh, B. No, one more time. Hey. <laughs> there it is. Hey, you hey. win. How did you guess? <laughs> Sam, you're good. I have no idea. Wow. <laughs> Third time's the charm. <laughs> you ever heard about someone raising holy hell at work? Well, this is a pretty literal example of that. A 57-year-old pastor in North Carolina named Dwayne Waden was arrested last week after he assaulted someone who was working with his wife at McDonald's. His wife, I guess, was training to become a manager, but she felt like the other employees were disrespecting her. Ugh. So she called her minister husband to ex- to complain. Her minister husband. Yes. So Pastor Dwayne immediately drove down to the McDonald's, waltzed behind the counter, put his hands around the neck of one of her coworkers, punched the victim in the face multiple times, and then pushed their head toward one of the deep fryers. Oh, wow. And that's when the other employees jumped in and pulled him apart. Uh, the victim was hospitalized with minor injuries like cuts and bruises. Uh, Pastor... Pastor Dwayne was charged with assault and battery. I'm trying to determine whether or not the employee he whose neck he wrapped his hands around mm-hmm. started punching is a male or a female employee, but that is unclear. Mm. Reading this article. What a mess. Not that it would matter, but. Yeah. Anyway. But it is a little bit worse. There you go. Yep. Yeah. So I got an education on vacation. Uh oh. Yeah. About what? Yeah. And I don't know if this is anything that, that you all or, or anyone else who's who's traveled during the holidays has encountered. First of all, let me just say we had a lovely time. We took the whole family, we rented a house on Anna Maria Island in Florida. Uh-huh. And it was just, it was, it was great. On the the beach, right there on the water. Oh my God, yes. Oh, that's the best. Sunsets were spectacular. The weather was great. Had doors and windows open. Best sleep in my life. Got some exercise. Walked the beach. Great food options. Could not have asked for a better time, right? Good. So when we, when we landed at Tampa International Airport, um, you go to you, you go to the rental car desk. Mm-hmm. You check in, mm-hmm. 
And naturally, the line is long because it's the holidays. Right. So I was probably in that line for a half an hour because I don't have one of those fancy memberships with this particular rental agency. We went with Dollar. Okay. I was wooed by a a mileage incentive. Yeah. And we needed a big vehicle. We had seven people meeting at the airport, all with bags. So, And where are all of them while you're waiting in line? We're all kind of trickling in at, at the same time. Okay. But by the time I made it to the rental car, everybody's there and ready to go. Okay. So they're <laughs> just, you're standing in line and they're off to the side somewhere watching you standing in line. Right. Okay. And, you know, a half hour goes by and the youngest one is hungry. Better feed the youngest one. Yep. You got to get a little animals. hangry. That's right. Okay, well, let's get on the road and we'll get you something to eat. So the other lady at the rental car desk is nice and she gets me checked in and she's advising me on, you know, I think you should maybe get the fuel option. You don't have to worry about it. Okay. Do you want the toll thing? Uh, yeah, we should probably get the toll thing. That's she said, listen, if too. you're going to Anna Maria Island, that's the one, the Sunshine Skyway. She said, take the Sunshine Skyway because that's the one toll booth in this area that still accepts cash. Because she said, if you do, if you do the toll option, then you get charged like $10 a day plus the cost of the toll. And it's. No, oh, well, that's yeah. a pain in the butt. And well, the toll is like it's a buck, leaving, right? You can just that was her point, and yeah. she's like, "It's a buck seventy-five each way." I'm like, "Thank you for telling me that." Yeah, uh-huh. because nice. that's what we some do. Money right there. We've yeah. vacationed there a couple of times, and we never get the toll pass because it's like we're not really gonna leave the area, right? So anyway, she says, "Here you go. Here's the key. Uh, your suburban is being washed now, and they'll just we'll bring it around. The keys will be in the car." And you're thinking, "This is great, great." Okay, a little bit of a wait, no big deal. So she says, go down that hallway, take the elevator down to the garage, the first floor, come off, be right there. I, I get off that elevator. The do- elevator door is open, and I see mass chaos. Oh, God. Like, there had to have been 100 people down there no. who were who were just... 100? Yeah, oh, easily. Just kind of standing around, like, looked like they were waiting for their vehicles, and... Like, well, is there a valet? Like, what is the setup here, first uh-huh. of all? Because typically, like, you get the keys and you go to your parking spot and go, right? right. No, this was a like a key kiosk. And there's a guy who's just wandering around. He's got a uniform on and he's looking like he doesn't know where he's going or what he's doing. And he's looking for cars. And it turns out there were no cars left. <laughs> All the cars were gone? Evidently. I mean, they were, they were all checked out and driven off the lot? Most of them. There were a handful of cars left, but not ones that anyone wanted or reserved or were right for the individual parties that <laughs> reserved them. Not good. And How so he's dealing with one person at a time. Well, evidently, this particular rental car company was taking reservations without necessarily having cars available, which I've learned is not a new thing. Now, how tightly do they schedule them? Like, were they expecting a bunch of cars to come back and then people didn't bring them back? Well, is if you, t- if you talk to the employees, the answer to that is yes. That, that the system, when you reserve a car, and by the way, we reserved this car in September. Of course you did. Yes. That's but so just because you reserve it, 
doesn't mean you're guaranteed a car. And in the fine print, no money has been exchanged yet. You know, you uh-huh. like you haven't. You have no claim unless you prepaid. You you don't really have a claim. So you have to pre. That oh. is an option to prepay. Yes. And evidently, there was a car shortage, as we all recall, because we remember we didn't have chips, and so a lot of the car rental companies they sold they all were their cars. They were selling their cars yeah. because business was during the pandemic was slow, and then they didn't have cars to replace them. So this has been ongoing in Florida just about every holiday since. God, that's crazy. And it's not just dollar; it's evidently all of them. All because of them. I, I dealt with the same thing with National when we ended up switching. So we're kind of screwed and, you know, I'm looking online and I'm looking at other rental car companies and nothing's available. Wow. So we had to kind of take what we could get. So after an hour of dealing with this chaotic madness, we finally uh, got an offer from the from the guy at the kiosk. He says, I can give you a van. I said, we're not going to be able to pack into it. We got seven of us with all with bags. He says, no, I meant. He goes, that van over there, and he points to a van. Like a cargo van? Yeah, it's of? like those church vans, oh, you know? No. <laughs> Did you see the last church? That's awesome. Scrape the know? letters off on the yeah. side. I mean, it, kind of, it was kind of beat up. I think it's perfect. Michael Scott's delivery van. And he, and he walks me over there, and he opens it up, and, and there's plenty of seating for everybody, but, yeah. but there's no cargo space, right? And everybody's so got do? bags. You put it on the top. We got to figure it out. We got to make it work. So everybody's- the kids were like, so four of the kids were like, that's it. We're out of here. We're Uber. <laughs> I would have done the same thing. I'll see you when we get there. Did they Uber? Oh, yeah, they totally oh, they- did. They went to go get something to eat. They said, we'll meet you down there. Call us when you're on your way and we'll meet you down in the house. They checked out. <laughs> that's awesome. That's amazing. Oh, yeah. What time them. of day is this? Like, do, are you in the morning or is this like midday? So like. I well, I have a timeline. Two thirty was when I checked in at the desk. Uh-huh. Oh, so two thirty p.m. Because I'm thinking like sometimes in the morning, like Jen said, not all the cars make it back. Not everybody's doing this, whatever. Right. So it's like it's busy. Yeah. So a half hour in the check-in line, and then another hour down in the garage waiting to get the car that they claimed was being washed that would be brought around. Okay. So here I am. I got this van. Half of the kids have left. Said, screw this. We'll meet you down in the house. So do you take the luggage so and the remaining children, essentially? And so we, yeah, well, we took the remaining children. Children, these are adults. We threw our stuff into the van. This thing is low on oil. The service engine soon light is on. Oh Every gosh. time I apply the brake, the whole van shutters. It's all <laughs> rickety. Every time I go over a speed bump, I this think the thing perfect. is going to fall apart. That's perfect is for that you. Is that you took to dinner every night? I love you. I love Please this say for yes. you. This is great. Now. And I felt right at home. I felt like I was driving one of the old Q vans. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Those old vans. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm like, we got this. We got this. <laughs> How are the You know, and I'm gunning cold? it down. The- <laughs> They're a little bald, probably. <laughs> and and every time I would hit the accelerator, it sounded like the engine was going to blow up. Oh, uh, my gosh. No. Why would and they Kristen even- was like, I don't think you should go. Like, I wouldn't gun it in this car. I think because you'll end up leaving the engine behind. Yeah. Like. Or the wheels so did are you drive that off? for the entire week? No. Okay. So the next day, I said, I'm taking it back. By the way, we had, uh, so my stepson's girlfriend showed up. Okay. With her own car. She came down from Atlanta. Okay. So we had a second vehicle. So now I, 
I don't need a suburban. I'm not going to find a suburban at this point because everything's checked yeah. out. Yeah. But I'm done with this rental car company. <laughs> and I know that I'm expressing and I'm taking out my frustrations on dollar because that's who I reserved with. But they're all dealing with the same thing. Yeah. They're all the same. But mix. I didn't like the way they handled it. And so I'm just, I'm, I'm washing my hands of the whole situation, right? I'm returning the car mm -hmm. and I'm going to leave the airport and I'm going to, so I found National, which had cars they were renting, but I had to take an Uber from the airport to downtown Tampa to pick up, you know, what I thought would be like a larger mid-sized vehicle uh -huh. that would work. And what did you end up with? I ended up getting a, a Chrysler uh, Pacifica minivan. <laughs> and, it, you know, it was fine. Like, it, it worked. worked. Yeah. yeah, those things whip, too, man. You could get some good uh, speed. But here's the thing. Before I got that minivan, I, had again, had to sit for two hours in the National Car Rental Shop. All over a car. All I would have zero To get a patience. car because they I were dealing said, with the same it. thing. I would have said screw it and just Ubered everywhere. Uh, yeah, that's maddening. Well, though. yeah. I mean, if you're cl fairly close to the airport, but Anna Maria Island is like an hour and 40 minutes. Like our yeah. place was an hour and 40 minutes to the airport. Yeah. You can't and, really and the lift ride that the kids took, you know, yeah. it cost them over $100. Yeah, but in Anna Maria, they have this fun thing called the monkey bus. Did you see that going around? That's free. If you're staying on the island, yeah. yes, the monkey bus is free. They work on tips. There's also, they got like the trolley, yeah. which is provided by the city. Mm -hmm. That That's is true. also free. So, I mean, once you're on the island, you're fine. And yeah, I mean, to Fritz's point, like, just be prepared. I, I guess the reason I'm mentioning it is just so that you know, like, if you do Florida during the holidays or any busy season yeah spring break and you reserve a rental car yeah that's what i'm thinking yeah. spring break this is going to happen again yeah oh for sure yeah. they're not fixing it anytime soon. by the way the lady at national though this was this was the, my second company that i dealt with and she was super nice and very apologetic and was doing her best to accommodate everyone and it was literally a situation where we had a bunch of people who were sitting around a waiting room waiting for someone to return a car. That's just so And when crazy. someone returned oh a gosh. car, you got a car in the order you showed up. Mine. Wow. That one's mine. But I rented an SUV. Oh, well, bad. we got a Corolla. It's either this or we go on to the next person. You're what do you want to do? Though, you didn't have small kids because could you imagine any bigger hell than waiting oh. around with small children to get into Toddlers your Toddlers or babies minivan? and you're going to have to in the oh, you need it. car seats and Yeah. Right. Oh. So there was a lady who was behind me with a small child and she just had that look that's like she's mom just had a look. Yeah, she was done. Yeah. She was, was she done. defeated. She looked defeated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I know that feeling. And there was a moment where it didn't look like she was going to get a car. Oh, God. And the rental office was about to close. It's now 6.30, almost 7 o'clock. And they're going to lock up and they're going to leave. Oh. Right. And uh, meanwhile, my car is getting washed. So I end up with this GMC Acadia. I'm like, oh, great. You know, it's more than we need, but I'll take it. It's a nice car. Mm -hmm. But when they get to the lady, as I'm waiting to grab my keys... She says to the lady, we're going to have to drive you to yet another facility to pick up your car. Mm -hmm. And it's in the complete opposite direction of where this lady's going. No. And she's stressed because she evidently, she doesn't know the area. She's meeting up with her elderly parents who live in the other direction. And I guess they don't have a car and she doesn't know what to do. So anyway, I offered, I said, well, I got to go in that direction anyway. Mm -hmm. So I'll just take whatever car is there. Yeah. And it was the minivan, which... Uh -huh. It was fine. It was fine. Yeah. 
You made it. But How anyway, nice you, you were though. a good guy. Yeah. Well, I felt bad for her. I just, mm-hmm. you know, I was thinking Kristen would. Sure. When she was that age. But uh, the lady was super nice. So she said, you know what? That was really helpful. Thank you for doing that. Mm-hmm. We're not going to charge you. We'll start the charges on Friday. And this was what? This was Wednesday at this point. Oh, so they gave you two free days? Right. Cool. And Dollar nice. refunded me the money on that disaster. <laughs> so I ended up saving, like, when all was said and done. Oh, and I, and then they gave me a 10% discount after that when I turned the car For in. the next time. So I, I saved about $2,500. Wow. Now, it was a lot of time spent wasted. That's right. what I was And inconvenient. Say. How much sure. were you making per hour while you were just sitting there waiting? That's a good, that's a good chunk of money. That's pretty good. Yeah. 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 But anyway, I bring this up not to bitch or complain. I'm just giving you a heads up. If you're going anywhere near Florida, <laughs> this is a thing that's been going on for two or three years now. Like, it's made national headlines. It is a thing. So I want to run this by Matt Arise and figure out, like, is there a way that you can yeah. safeguard yourself against finding yourself in that situation? Wow. But yeah. yeah, if you don't if you don't have to rent a car, that's the problem though. Is like so much of Florida is have to drive. so spread out. You kind of yeah. yeah, you have to. Well, I wonder if you do pay in full ahead of time if that is all you need to do. Yeah, a lot of people are recommending Turo. Is that where you rent the car? Kind of like based on, on what app? it is. Like you, like, yeah, uh, it's like people who rent out their personal vehicle yeah. to people. I think Airbnb for a car. Yeah. <laughs> That's brave. Yeah. Yeah, but what are you going to get? I mean, I got picked up in an Uber one time in Savannah, Georgia, that was like disgusting and gross and had like like children's food all over the back seat. I do have to say the minivan we got kind of smelled like badly cleaned up vomit. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> but at that point, we were just so happy to have a vehicle that we it didn't, didn't matter. We didn't dare complain. Oh God! Yeah, yeah. My you're rep- patient in those kinds of situations, though. You're you you remain calm. I mean, when was the last time you got really hot over horrible customer service? <laughs> uh, I, yeah. Uh, well, I. I take it out on the customer service responses, you know, like that's that's uh, my You wait. Power of the pen. Well, is that yeah. what you do? You wait for the power of the pen. It is because I found that it's effective. It does seem to work better than cuz cuz the people that you're yelling at, they they're not they can't create any kind of change. Right. Right. And I I did witness a lot of yelling and screaming. And you just feel so sorry for those people. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's not their fault. No. And and that's the thing, it didn't get these people anywhere. Right. And and even Kristen was hot. Yeah. Well, you're on vacation. You're spending hours and hours and hours. You're already when in your you destination and you're beach. just yep. sitting in a lobby. I yeah. got it. Oh, yes. Yeah. It's yeah. eating into your vacation time. You've yep. been waiting for this for months. Get totally it. understand. Right. But it's got to be handled. And, and Kristen kept saying, but it's not your fault. Like, how, why aren't you more angry? Yeah. He said, it's yeah. not my fault, but it is my problem. I got to deal with it. If you want to. Go with the kids. That's yeah. totally cool. Right. Yeah. Because what are you, you going to do? What are you going to do? There's nothing you can do. Yeah, deal with it. Just deal. Yeah. You can also <laughs> rent a golf cart in a lot of those Florida towns. Like, like in Anna yeah. Maria, you can rent like a golf cart because they have legal golf cart riding on like the limits or whatever. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's an option. You Uber from the airport and then just rent a golf cart. Yep. 
If you're not going a lot of places. But if you you're not going have, a lot of yeah, places. So we ended up going a lot of places because Kristen's son, you know, he's only, he can relax at the beach only so long before he wants to get out. He wants to explore the area. Yeah. So he wanted to hit some museums. We went to the Dali Museum, the uh, the Dali Art Museum in St. Pete. Mm -hmm. We went to the Chihuly Museum, which is like these amazing, insane, stunning, like, blown glass sculptures that are cool. super colorful and they're yeah. pretty and they're both of those museums are sort of within walking distance of each other when we got lunch we met up with their cousin who was also living down there yeah. and we went to the ringling estate which i had never been to like all these things that i lived in i lived in tampa for eight years i never yeah. went to these places right <laughs> Yeah, think about all the really cool attractions in the town that you live in that you've never once visited. Like, I lived in New York City for three years. I never once went to the Statue of Liberty. Isn't that crazy? Really? No. Oh, wow. No. You even pass it on the Staten Island Ferry and go, oh, <laughs> look, that's how I saw it. Yeah, yeah that's the same. That was a lot cheaper. Yeah, but right. maybe when you live there, you just feel like it's a hassle. You're just like, oh, my gosh, it's so touristy down there. There's no way I'm going to see that thing. Yeah. So that involved driving. And uh, we went to a couple of places off prop or uh, off property, off the island for dinner. Yeah, Amanda says Turo is great. You get to select what vehicle you would like uh, and take pictures prior to leaving to make sure everything is okay. She said uh, she's had a great experience with Turo. Good. Good to know. Yeah, I always wonder about those things because, like, what if the owner flakes out at the last minute? Like, you got this car reserved. Can they flake out at the last minute? <laughs> yeah. Oh, so that's the other thing. You guys already know the story, and this kind of happened before we all went on vacation. But so we, you know, we rented a house down there. We ended up on Anna Maria Island, which was fantastic. Would totally do it again. Probably will do it again. But originally, we had rented a house on uh, in Indian Shores, Florida which is um, closer, like closer to Clearwater. Yeah. And about a week before the vacation, I got a call from the owner saying that they had somehow double booked. She blamed it on, I guess, a merger between Verbo and Expedia, as she was explaining it to me, and okay. said that the reservation systems, I guess, didn't sync right. And it resulted in an accidental double booking. And you were out of house. And we were <laughs> and we had missed it by a day. Uh-huh. And I'm like, that's crazy because we we booked this in April. She's, I know, and I feel awful and I I feel so terrible. But but we can't we can't accommodate you. So I had to scramble and I was able to find another place within a couple of hours. And so that's how we wound up on Anna Maria Island. And I wouldn't change a thing, but is that something that's common? Like, has that ever happened to anyone else before? Like, what do you, what went wrong there? Was she, was she telling me the truth? Like I got all my money back. Uh -huh. we, we've seen a handful of times. So we run an Airbnb in town where people have said, emailed us on Airbnb and said, Hey, I'm here. I'm from Philly. I'm ready to spend a week in Cincinnati, but my Airbnb canceled on me and I have nowhere to stay right now. Do you have immediate availability? And that's happened in the course of us. How long have we had that Airbnb? Four years? I was going to say a few years. Yeah. Probably, I don't know, five, six times. 
and we did some research into it, and basically something was going on in town, and the original Airbnb learned that they could raise the rates five, ten times what they had already agreed to and canceled on those people to accommodate a new, much higher Higher See, paying. I think that like, this is like a la Taylor Swift. Like Taylor yes, Swift came exactly to town. It. Someone booked mine for yes. 80 bucks a night and then Taylor Swift was announced and I know I can get $600 a right. night. So I canceled the $80 a night person. And you and you don't owe them anything. You don't owe the $80 person anything, right? You yep. can just say, well, we aren't putting it up anymore. Yep. So we've noticed that a few times. I'm not saying that's what happened to you, but there are some scummy landlords out there. Yeah, but it's also like a super popular time to travel is that week between Christmas and New Year's right. because we ended up not having our daughter during that time. And we were like, oh, maybe we'll go down to Florida or maybe we'll look to going down like on a trip or something. And it was ridiculously priced. I mean, as far as like flights and all kinds of stuff. So it could have happened where somebody last minute said, hey, I want to come and I'll pay you way more. And then you just get bumped. Yeah, and we had already paid the majority of the like it was in three different installments so you know we we'd already paid a few thousand dollars yeah which again they they refunded every penny of it but still we left were we were we, it left us hanging and thank god we were able to find something but there this pickings were slim yeah and the place that we did find was more expensive. So we ended up spending more money than we thought we were going to. Now, it was lovely and it was worth every penny. Mm-hmm. But I just think of how many people have found themselves in that position where they book, you know, they're planning a family vacation during the holidays and you do everything right. You play mm-hmm. by all the rules. Yeah. You make your reservation. You make your down payment or whatnot. Maybe you prepay it. And then you, you're you within a week and they say, Sorry. What do you do? Well, you know, this is why I stay home. (laughs) (laughs) I know what's going to happen there for the most part. (laughs) Yeah. Very little can. I mean, we got lucky, but I don't know. Yeah. So I wonder how common that is. Yeah. When I talked about it to Tim, because Tim's radar immediately went up when I met, because remember, that was the day we all went out to lunch. Oh, Yeah. Yeah. Because you were scrambling. And I was explaining to you guys what was going on because I was a little distracted. I was kind of on my phone trying to work this out. And they're like, why are you on your phone? Because <laughs> I'm trying yeah. to put out a fire. Big fire. Yeah. Damn. That's what it was. So I have a lot to talk to Matt Reese about when we get back. Yeah. <laughs> when he gets back. You got questions. Yeah. So Katie says that I guess her family runs a rental car business in Lexington. And she said, unfortunately, it doesn't even matter if you prepay. Wow. She said, this is a problem that we, you know, she's speaking from the perspective of rental car company. She says, this is a problem we've been dealing with since 2020. It's miserable on us as well. I could talk for an hour about this, but ultimately corporate controls rentals and fleet in most places. So when they overbook us, we're kind of caught in the middle. Oh, mm. so they can't cap it off with the cars they have. It's the parent company doing all of that. Yeah. So like all the big, think of like all the big rental car companies, I guess their reservation system. It And again, this depends on who you talk to and can get a straight answer from. Right. 
in many cases, they overbook cars that they don't even have, thinking that by the time this person goes to pick up their car, this other person will have returned theirs. Mm -hmm. But, like, the car class you get doesn't really matter. It's just, it's what's available depending on who's, who shows up when. Yeah. You'll get what you get. So just, I, anyway, I bring this up just so... Have backup plans. <laughs> Spring break will be here before you know it. And you know how they the whole uh, time, Chris is like, I don't understand why you're not more angry. Because I packed my patients. But <laughs> <laughs> you hate that. When they yeah. say, Pack your patients. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's why when we go to Florida, we drive. We don't even have to worry about it. We got our car. Right. Yeah. And your gluten-free toaster. And we, my gluten-free toaster. You know, I was thinking about that. Like, no. if we had, if we had driven, like, when the when we pulled out of our driveway the morning oh, we flew down yeah. there. Would you have gotten there faster? And what is it, like a 12-hour drive between here and Tampa? Yeah, I'm maybe guessing. a little more, but yeah. So between that, we had to change planes in Atlanta Connection was delayed, and then the rental car fiasco. I don't know. It would have been close. Yeah, it would have been close. <laughs> yeah. And then you got in a couple of hours the next day. Right, right. Yeah. I know. Having said that, we had a lovely time. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.